everyone and welcome back to another episode of CQP Moments. As always, I'm your host, the Coupon Queen Pen. Guys, happy Friday and you know what that means. We're recapping another episode of Firefly Lane. So let's take a moment out and I'll be right we're not on the same path of going to the same college we're not on the same path of you know buying the house in the same neighborhood you know and and to see this type of friendship it's very tight-knit but you can you obviously can tell who is controlling this friendship and making sure that these two have the life that they've created and dreamt of as kids Hey everyone and welcome back to another episode of CQP Moments Podcast and a little bit of everything with me. This is a collaboration episode special with the Coupon Queenpin from CQP Moments Podcast and a little bit of everything with me. We are recapping the hit show on Netflix called Firefly Lane episode 4 called Love is a Battlefield. Tully and Kate, weather, health issues, romantic entanglements from a college flotation to a steamy encounter that leaves an ex hot under the collar. Wow. Coupon Queenpin, how are you doing today? I'm good. This episode was awesome. It was pretty good. And you know what? We have to dive right into it because I feel like there's, again, we, I love how we're still seeing how this friendship is being evolved. Right. And going back and forth now we're getting into their college years but we're still seeing them you know skip school and you know they're still in high school and then seeing them in college and of course the present life where it kind of had us hanging last episode I know I know I know so for those of you that were like on a cliffhanger like me going for the end of the last episode answers get there are answers this episode. There are so many answers this episode. So, oh my gosh, let's just get into it. So remember last episode, guys, we saw, you know, Kate and her daughter Mara dressed in black, standing there talking about, um, you know, the diamonds that she had gotten from her aunt Tully. And it looks like they're at a funeral or they're going to a funeral. But we're still not sure whose funeral this is. And it seems like they pull up, but all of a sudden, you know, they're they're sitting there and Mars like, you know what, we don't have to go in. But of course, there's a flashback, guys. Yes, we're already with the flashbacks. So we flash back to college and how these two are, you know, she's doing her hair and um, Tully's doing her hair and she's just spraying and spraying and spraying and spraying and spraying. And it's just like, okay, what the heck? But of course, for those of you that don't know, hairspray was all the rage in the 80s. Like people had stiff hair, stiff, high hair. That, that, that was a thing. Yes, it really was a thing. Um, and that's probably why we have a lot of the, uh, rules we have now with the, you know, sprays and the canisters and everything, but 
So these two, we find out that they actually go to the same college. These two just weren't friends from Firefly Lane. And then, you know, they split up like a lot of friends do in college. But these two went to high school together and managed to get into the same school, which is very rare. Um, So we see how they party together and, you know, they're in the same classes, which means they're kind of taking the same major. But we start to see some things kind of happen with Tully that is like, okay, it's, it's some of this stuff is starting to make sense as to why she's so, so, so ambitious and she constantly feels the need to prove herself. So, oh my gosh, it's like these two, these two, these two. But then, you know, what did you think about the fact that these two made sure that they were on the similar path? I felt like it was, and we do hear it later on, but it it's very strange that they were able to, first of all, stick together. Um, it's very rare that happens. Like I'm fortunate to have friends who I've been friends with since elementary school, but we're not on the same path of going to the same college. We're not on the same path of, you know, buying the house in the same neighborhood, you know, and, and to see this type of friendship, it's very tight knit, but you can, you obviously can tell who is controlling this friendship and making sure that these two have the life that they've created and dreamt of as kids. So you can clearly see who's the stronger opponent in this. And I'm saying opponent because it seems like a game when you're in college, like, you know, I just want to pass. I just want to, you know, get good grades and just get out of here and start the real world. So Tully does have that strong sense and she's really just wanting to keep it together and really live that dream that they both wanted for each other. But of course, Kate, you know, she's very laid back and seeing her through the college years, she's very kind of like, let's do this, let's do that. Like, no, sorry, she's more of the, I want to do this, I want to do that. Let me just uh, catch up on some reading and stuff like that. Meanwhile, Telly is more of still the wild side, but then we see her go through some struggles throughout her college years. But again, she's so determined and very ambitious to really make something out of herself she's really making those steps to change her life for the better yeah I did notice that I noticed I was like okay but Tully has this and and I don't know can can you relate to that that one professor that seems to give you all of the issues all of the time for no reason uh yeah, I can say, well, not teacher-wise, probably work-wise. Like, I was given such a hard time for no reason, and then I realized what it was, which I don't want to get into details, to be honest. But yeah, there was a part where I felt her, I guess, felt her pain and her confusion right. of why am I not getting chosen? Why is it that... I'm putting in so much hard work, but yet you're giving me a hard time. And that that has happened to me. So when I saw that happen to her and I'm just like, oh, brother, I know where this is going. It's either this way or that way. It was one or the two. And 
you can see her struggle and really get pissed off and not getting that opportunity to really you know be she wants to be interactive in her classes she is a smart woman she knows what she wants she's very invested into her education that she's getting like put down every time because it's like tully who who right and let's remember guys back then this was a male dominated field she's trying to break barriers here so it's 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 not this doesn't go without saying but she's she's like she's like why is this professor just giving me a hard time and we've all been there we've all had that one person so it's just like oh my goodness poor i I felt bad for her i felt bad for her at this point because it's like poor telly but she is persevering and this is when she goes back to kate in the dorm room and there and she's just like you know what give me your old glasses let me put on these fresh new pair of diamond earrings and everything's going to be okay and the funny thing is kate says something to the effect of hey you know like a makeover doesn't solve everything and she's like yeah kind of (laughs) does because they get to view you in a new light but so she goes in and she's ready for it she is ready for this So this is the first time we start to see those diamond earrings. Now, the crazy part is now we finally come back forward into the present and we see a set of diamond earrings and Tully's laying in bed and Kate is sitting by her side waiting for her to wake up. And this is when we realize, hey, Tully didn't die Tully just kind of passed out which was like I was just like waiting because I I did not want to see that at the end of this episode so I was like okay and she talks about how he she scares her and you know she's saying she didn't eat but the funny thing is she forgot they had gone to dinner you know so there's a lot going on with Tully right now like her head is not in the game. She's, you know, she's passing out. She's got things going on with her. And it seems like health-wise, but she doesn't want to share it with Kate. But Kate remembers, of course, being super mom, she's got to get over to a recital that she is hosting at her house. And this is no small recital, guys. She's hosting Mars piano recital with her and a bunch of her other um, piano classmates and so she's got to go home and make sure everything is perfect but now we here we go flashback but we're all the way to high school and it's so funny because what happens is Tully says to Kate you know you need to let loose you don't have to volunteer for everything And it reminds, it brings us to a point where Tully and Kate make a plan to cut school. And it's like, okay, we could see this for Tully, but is Kate going to do this? And they are pulling it, they're pushing it close to the wire because 
they're waiting for the bus to come. So it's one of those, are we going to get on the bus? Are we not going to get on the bus? And let me tell you, these two, I mean, Angel- Angelica, didn't you fi- realize how detailed their plan was? Like, they're already like, we're going to call, we're going to make, you know, we're going to call from a, a pay phone and, you know, we're going to, we're going to pretend to be our moms and we're going to say we're sick. Like, how detailed was this for some, like, teenagers? Uh, you know, it's not surprising. <laughs> I used to do the uh, the notes on behalf of my mom, <laughs> and uh, her signature was so easy for me to do that. Um, you know, I really planned it out. Sometimes I didn't do it often though because it's so weird. Some teachers just really I don't know. It's like going back to what Tully went through with her class. Uh, it's like they pick on. They really don't care about if the person who has a higher status skips the class but when it's a regular average person it's like you're getting nailed for it which is so weird but for them at that age i feel like everyone that's what they are doing now everyone's becoming more uh, very intelligent and in that aspect of yeah let's plan this out let's just do this let's just do that and you know we're gonna skip school but hey for that era i think it's pretty good yeah, because guys, remember, this was before, uh, you know, caller ID. So they could have been calling from anywhere, you know? And so they're like, like I said, they're pushing it close to the wire. And they decide that they're going to go into a field and skip school. And the funny thing is, of course, these two girls are talking to each other. They're having a great time. They're doing everything, you know, and it's it's crazy because they're confiding in each other. But now Tully says that she thinks she may be pregnant. And the thing is, she doesn't know how kate is going to behave but remember she still hasn't told kate that her mom doesn't have cancer and that's the big thing she wants to tell her but it's like every time she goes to tell her she doesn't make the time and it's like okay but kate being kate's like you know what i'll be there for you i will be there for you so These two, we see them thick as thieves again, thick as thieves again. But now we skip forward a little bit back to college. And it's one of those things of, hey, guys, you know, she's telling her, I've got you. Again, I've got you. I've got you. I've got you. And the funny thing is, you got to see where how these things are kind of intertwining. And I guess it really goes to show us how our brain works. But it's really intertwining because now she's saying, you know what, I've got you again. And she's telling her, hey, you know what, that teacher, it's not that the teacher doesn't like you. You're going to go and you're going to confront him and you're going to talk to him about it. And you're going to ask him why he did not give you an A. If everyone else sees it, you deserve that A. And that's what she does. Tully goes in there and she starts pleading her case about getting this A, but the only issue is 
she's supposed to go home for Kate's parents, um, Kate's parents anniversary dinner. And now she actually can't because she has this project because after some begging and pleading and making her case and going in there with the glasses and the diamond earrings, the teacher agrees that she can submit another tape for her project. So she has to stay at school and get everything done and make sure it happens. But meanwhile, Kate goes home and we see that, you know, Kate's brother is still home working and, you know, paying rent and being a, and, and, and being a guy just out of school. And did you like notice the dynamic that Kate's parents, that their parents have with them? Like they're talking kind of crazy to them. Did, did you notice that dynamic? I did. I did actually. And it's, I guess it's normal. Like, have you experienced that as a kid? Like, I feel like I, I've, I've kind of been through that. I'm trying to remember here. Yeah, it's kind of like, you know, I guess it's really because your parents kind of expect more of you. They mm-hmm. they are harder on you than they would be, of course, on someone else's children. Yeah. So it's kind of like when someone else succeeds, they can kind of see it because they're still, even though they may be close to that kid, like that kid's your friend. Mm-hmm. It's one of those things of, you know, they they're still looking from the outside in. So they only get to see the good or the really really bad like so they don't really get to see all the in between but with you they get to see you know everything in between yeah (laughs) yeah that's right um but but overall i i loved seeing the dynamic of kate's family and really having tully being part of their family And we still don't know what leads them to connect even further because we're still at the stage where when they're kids, she's really trying to figure out how am I going to tell Kate like about my mom, the actual truth. And I'm I'm still thinking, does she actually leave the house and live next door? Like what happens? Does she actually live on her own? Like what really does happen in this situation and what happens to her mom? So there's a lot of questions that I've had in my mind watching this episode because you're starting to wonder, okay, college, like they become great friends. Um, She's literally part of the family. They welcome her in open arms. They praise her. They just give her so much motivation and love to keep going What in, in, in her in her passions and her dreams and you know of course the other two kids get really just knocked out of the park as in like you got to do more you got to focus you got to do this like why are you taking these courses why can't you do that so yeah definitely a, a change in dynamic between when there's a friend involved and when the friend's not there it's like back to onto your kids again of why are you taking this journalism class like can't you take something else <laughs> Right, because that 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 thing of well, you know, work really hard on your real classes. Like, oh, okay, what did you think she was doing? But, yeah. <laughs> so we see also see um, her brother's friend Robbie, I believe it is, mm-hmm. come by, and he stops by and he just wants to talk to him, and he's you know. He is 
tell, you know, telling him, Hey, I've, you know, I just wanted to come by and say hi and all this stuff. And the funny thing is, remember, there's something going on between these two. But he tells him, hey, you know what? I met this girl and we're in a relationship and I got married and we have a child. And so now he's looking like, wait, what? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. And actually he's starting to feel like as though his life is, because he says it, you know, everybody's moving on with their lives because he starts talking to Tully because remember he and Tully are still very close. So he's talking to Tully and and telling her, you know, I feel everybody's moving on with their lives, but I'm still stuck here, you know? And then, you know, the funny thing is he thinks that Tully told Kate his secret and she tells him, you know, no, it's not my secret to tell. You have to tell her. But then the thing is, you know, Kate walks in and they're ready to have dinner. But that weird dynamic, because remember, it is their parents' anniversary. That weird dynamic is carrying on through dinner. And you hear Kate really asking over everybody talking, she keeps saying, well, can I have the potatoes? Can I, can somebody pass me the potatoes? Can, can I have the potatoes? And everybody's, you know, they're talking about all the stuff that they're doing. And, you know, dad gets mom a gift and he feels like he's done something because he says, oh my gosh, I got you a gift. I got you some technology. And she opens it up and it's a dust buster. For those of you that don't know what a dustbuster is, it was one of the first handheld vacuums. And oh my goodness. Her mom, it was because you could see the look on her face and I'm like, you know, the funny thing, I yelled at my TV and I'm like, (laughs) men do not really, some men don't, and I can't say all men, some men don't know how to give sentimental gifts Mm -hmm. because- I'm like, really, dude, a dustbuster. Why don't you just tell her, you know what? Hey, why don't you get up and vacuum now? I'm going to give you the gift of vacuuming. <laughs> or, hey, why don't you do these dishes right now? Like, the, uh, it's, it's, it's one of those things. I will say this, gentlemen, just so you are well informed what we're thinking when we're thinking about gifts. It's something that means something to you. It's something sentimental. Now, if it's something she's into, like she really loves vacuuming, then hey, go for it. But this is why a lot of times you're seeing the, you know, every kiss begins with K, you know, diamonds, earrings, something, you know, something from the kids, stuff like that. Those are things that mean stuff to us because it's that moment. But to say, hey, you know what? I bought you an oil change. That, that, that no, no, no. Just, just that thought. That, that doesn't work. <laughs> I agree. I agree. Like that dust buster was a total duster. Like no way. Um, I, I, I was like, no, nah. but then it takes us back to the past when they had their fun in the fields 
and you know they really have fun <laughs> they they both get high um they especially kate she's never done it before and that's her first time experiencing it and they're just really enjoying each other's company and they decide to after a long day they decide to head back home and this is where everything just comes crushing down for kate when they get when they get back home um kate's like you know what just come to my house because my mom's usually volunteering at the hospital she doesn't come home till later like she's not going to know anything and all that stuff so as she's going up onto the porch she hears a different voice not just her mom but she hears a man's voice and they can both see through the screen and they see her with another man getting very close and comfortable and she just like her face in that moment just was like in shocked confused anger everything like what is happening and i felt so bad because she sees her family as like comparing to telly she's she's lucky to have her both parents she's she's lucky to have that support from her family and being able to i guess whatever your definition of family is being you know very close and having that family dynamic and she sees this and it really hurts her really bad that telly's like you know what just come to my house it's okay like let's just go to my house that was crazy like i was like is she gonna go inside is she gonna bust the door open and be like wtf what are you doing like i thought she was gonna do something i know i know i know that's why i was like oh my gosh but you know the funny thing is this is when you see how tully realizes what she has to take control of the situation that that was like the coolest thing and they go over to tully's house and of course tully's mom is passed out on the sofa and they walk in and she's telling her, you know, just grab some ho-hos. I have to go to the bathroom. And then Tully's mom wakes up and she says, you know, I slept really well. And she goes, yeah, well, that happens when you're on chemo. You know, my aunt slept a lot and blah, blah, blah. And you'll get through it. And she's like, what are you talking about? But then we break away to... Mm-hmm. Tully in the bathroom and Tully is sitting there and Aunt Dot has finally made her entrance. So Tully is very happy, <laughs> but now she cut she comes back out of the out of the bathroom and she wants she doesn't see Kate and she's calling Kate and her mom says to her, you know, why are you telling everybody that I have cancer? And she's like, she looks and she realizes that Kate has left. And she's headed back to her house. And you can tell, like, Kate's not looking back. She doesn't want to talk to Tully. She doesn't want to think about anything. Now she's sitting there. Her, according to her, her mom is cheating on her dad. Her friend's a liar. Like, her whole world is blowing up. Her whole world is blowing up. And this poor girl doesn't know what to do. But now we come a little bit, it, we actually come to the present. And remember, she's setting up for this recital where 
the guy that from the PTA meeting is going to be there. And she's like, really doesn't know what to do. But Tully has given her some special goodies to wear. Because remember, regardless of anything, these she's actually divorcing her. her she's divorced her husband. And so even though they're living in the same house, they're not together. But again, here we go with the blurred lines and the confusion because um, Kate puts on what Tully gave her to wear and she is parading it. You know, you know how we do women, you know, you get in that mirror and you're like, hey, I look good. I, ooh, I look good. So she's dancing and she's having a good time and she decides to go into the bathroom and she sees Johnny under the sink, fixing the sink. And he wants to know what she's wearing. And they're talking and things begin to happen. That and, was like, oh my God. Yeah, I was like, wait, what's going on? What's going on? What's going on? So they're like ready for it. They're, they go into the bedroom and of course, what do they hear? <laughs> Mom and dad, I'm home. <laughs> so now they're like, they don't know what to do. They look like two kids that have been caught. They're like trying to figure it out. Now, this was the weirdest scene I had ever seen because honestly, if my if I walked into my parents' room and they're doing it, like they're, they look like those two look, they look like they were caught. Like he's sitting in a chair reading and she's sitting on a bed reading and they're just like, Hey, how are you? Everything good? Oh, I'm, I'm just going to go get ready. I'm going to jump in the shower. And this poor kid, you can tell she's like, yeah, I walked in on something I wouldn't want to see anyway. So yeah, I'm just going to back out of this room. <laughs> so what did you think about Mara's face? She was definitely confused and thinking like her parents are going to get back together. Gave her too much high hopes and obviously knew what yeah. was happening. She is not dumb. She is intelligent. She can pick up the signs. Like how awkward was, you know, I feel like Kate, when she's stuck in this situation, she makes it so awkward as it is that she can't even hide it. Like, you know, there's something, something happened. That's bottom line, something happened. Right, right. And, and I think that's really what it is between these two is something is going on mm-hmm. something's something definitely is going on <laughs> and but this is what i was saying last week about the 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 nesting mm-hmm. bird nesting being not such a great idea because yeah. the lines are blurred this girl thinks that her parents are getting back together they're kind of acting like they might get back together and giving each other hope and no one wants to say what it really is mm-hmm. so it's it's very confusing it's very confusing but we do see that she starts getting ready and everything's great and you know she's sitting there and she's making sure that everything is perfect mm-hmm but now they're talking and they're talking to piano teacher and they're, and they're talking to the teacher like a couple, like they're like, you know, Confusing like much. <laughs> yeah. And so it's like, oh my gosh, what the heck? 
So, but then she sees the PTA parent come in and she almost heads for the hills. But right behind her in the next room come her mom and dad. And they're like, so who are we hiding from? Because it's very obvious that Kate is trying to hide from someone. So she's like, oh no, nothing, nothing, nothing. Kate is so bad. Okay, Kate is just one of those people we cannot play poker with. Like she has no poker face. (laughs) So (laughs) yeah, she doesn't. She doesn't have a poker face whatsoever. So, you know, and, and it's one of those things of now she's trying to hide this thing that didn't really happen from everyone. And so now they, you know, actually Tully comes in and Tully's like, all of a sudden she's hot and she's having a moment and, you know, she's talking to Kate's mom and she's like, you know what, you may be going through the change and that's not something a woman wants to hear. (laughs) And so she's thinking about it and she starts to talk to Kate about it. And, you know, Kate is trying to help her look on the bright side. And all of a sudden, here comes Mara again. Hey, we're about to start. So they go downstairs. They're sitting there. And believe it or not, Kate's brother comes in. And he's actually married to or seeing this woman. And Tully is surprised. Tully is totally surprised. And she's like, oh, and nobody's saying anything, but it's it's still, you can tell that there's this weird energy in the air. But the, the recital starts and Mar plays, begins to play her piece and Kate vividly starts to have flashbacks of her and John. And now it's, she's crying about it because She's realizing her actual reality. But instead of John coming to chase her, here comes Mr. PTA. And he's hugging her and he's letting her know, you know, we find out that his wife died and he felt the same way when he first heard some songs. So he's consoling her and he hugs her. And here comes John now because now he's thinking, okay, hey, Now this man is a little bit too close to my wife and he's telling him. And the bad part is, this is why I say, whatever you're going through until, you know, it's actually done, don't discuss it with people. Because now Mr. PTA brings up, hey, I'm not the one leaving my wife to go find myself. Ouch. Yeah, that starts a fight. And of course... Kids have the best darn timing because now Mara is thinking that her mom is cheating with her friend's dad. Yeah, because the friend had to really say, well, there's, is there something going on with my dad and your mom? And the poor girl's already confused because what she saw earlier wasn't something that's, that wasn't relating to that statement. And I was just, wow, I cannot believe this. So PTA crush, AKA the one who knows where the cheese board is, (laughs) 
it's just so much happening in this in this short segment here and you know john gets really defensive and again like you mentioned if you're not sure what is happening don't spread the news because then it gets really confusing so john it seems like he got feelings again and since that time in the morning and all of a sudden it's like no stop touching my wife it's like wait a second weren't you guys separating weren't you guys trying to co-parent and figure out a new schedule new routine to keep this thing going because you guys have a, a kid together so i understand his aggression because he's like you know this is my wife and he's gotten all these feelings but at the same time that was a bit too much. And these poor kids come out and they see, obviously, one, her dad on the floor. No, Mara's just like, whoa, what is happening here? Like, are you lying to me? Is it true? Is it true that you're seeing him? Yeah, that was the craziest thing. And now it's like, ah, oh, darn it. These two, these two, these two. So now yeah. we know, yeah, it is very rough. And now we know that, you know, there's going to have to be a lot of explaining, a lot, a lot of explaining. But it seems like a little while afterward and John and Kate talk and Kate's like, you know what? I don't want this confusion. You know, she's really saying that it's really, really over because John is saying, you know, she she wanted him back in the sense that she wanted him back. But he's saying, you know what? I still have to find myself. I still have to find myself. And but he has like, to travel across the world to find, to himself. find himself. Yeah. So she's like, you know what? Forget it. I'm not going to be waiting to find out if you come back, when you come back, how you come back. So she's like, so done. And of course, she runs to Tully and, you know... She's talking to Tully and Tully's, you know, telling her, you know, she's consoling her friend. And now the crazy part about this is Tully is, Tully went in the bathroom at some point and decided to take a pregnancy test, <laughs> which was like, when did this happen? Like, was I not looking at the screen? Did I blink for something, some reason and miss something? But no, she did. She took a pregnancy test because she's determined that she's not going to be going through the change. <laughs> the big change. Yeah. So she's just like, you know what? She took the pregnancy test and the strangest thing happens. Miss Independent Tully is now Miss Pregnant Tully. So it's like, whoa, wait, 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 wait. Tully's having a baby? Like, what? What's going on here? So, <laughs> and it's like, okay. It's, it's one of those things. And Kate still has to mend things with Mara. And Mara's really, really upset with her mom. And she's explaining to her, you know, I don't want to take piano anymore. And the funny thing is, Kate says, okay, no problem. Like, you know, do what you want to do. And it's it's so, it's so, but these two now they're bonding over a video game and they're laughing and they're talking because Tully tells her, go talk to your daughter. It's not going to be that bad. 
And and that's the crazy part is that, you know, they they're talking. They are talking and it's a good good thing. It is a good thing. Now, the the biggest shocker of this whole episode was Telly being pregnant and I'm I'm curious to know what's going to happen next because she's probably going to think, okay, don't tell me it's the EMT guy because <laughs> there's no I know other that's one. what I was thinking. I'm like, oh gosh, it's the EMT's baby. Because <laughs> that's all we've seen so far, unless there was something that they're hiding from us and they don't want to tell us yet until later on. So who knows? There's there's that. There's oh my gosh, like this is. But I'm thinking beforehand, like who else could it be, right? But. Uh, that was the biggest shocker. We went from last week's episode to a uh, setting of a funeral home to this week's episode of, oh my gosh, she's pregnant. <laughs> yeah. So now we have to see what's what, who's who. And ladies and gentlemen, whose baby is it? <laughs> For sure. Yeah. Oh my gosh. But overall, this episode was jam packed. Um, it was nice to see their college years come to life and really seeing that dynamic and friendship and how Tully's really taking control of their life and saying, you know, we created these dreams. And I'm trying to see if I wrote down the quote here that she said, no, 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 I didn't. But she said along the lines of, you know, Tully really helping them accomplish their dreams and their friendship is being tested. And of course there was this one part that we forgot to mention of Kate saying, Tully, like, I'm thinking of going to Paris or London. I think it was London. Yes, it was London that she wanted to go abroad for a semester or a year. So they're, you know, getting that news and, you know, completing that second assignment again. It's just like, wow, okay. You know, and there was some bromance between the, the, the professor and her that, you know, we see that too. But overall, like, Telly's really taking control of their friendship through their college years of let's chase our dreams and let's do this. Let's let's paint the life that we want. I agree. I agree. Is it safe to say to wrap this up? Because I'm still like EMT guy. I know, I know. Whose baby is it? Whose baby is it? Whose baby is it? Oh gosh. Let's wrap this up. So guys, as always, be good to yourselves and be good to each other. And that's all we have for now. So I hope that you guys enjoyed this as much as we did. Oh my goodness. Can you believe this is already episode four? And I can't wait for episode five. Are you putting the dots together like we are? Are you thinking we missed something? I mean, is your board up? I know we did this during 13 Reasons Why, but I'm starting to feel like I need another board. But as always, guys, be good to yourselves, be good to each other, and happy shopping. What's up, everybody? This is Dee Watkins, host of the Unfiltered Views podcast. You are now tuned in to CQP Moments with the Coupon Queen Pen.